Good afternoon, good afternoon. We are here um, on our, actually this is our second podcast. We're getting ready to talk about, or uh, we want to do a subject on based on building a healthy relationship. Me and my wife, we've been sitting here actually trying to uh, come up with a title for this uh, podcast. So I think this is really going to be beneficial, not only to us, but as the listeners listen to this. I think they're going to have a uh, dynamic experience. Uh, we not only wanted to do just in a way we wanted to open up to maybe a spiritual insight and in how to build on a healthy relationship. One thing we were doing tonight, we were sitting there watching TV and I came up with an idea. We was talking about the idea of compromising. You know, my wife, she asked me, she said, hey, dude, you want to watch something else on TV? Even though I'm not a Hallmark fan, but I ended up saying, no, let's watch what uh, she watched. You know, the game was on, but I felt more comfortable in being able to sit with her and watch the movie there on Hallmark. Now, I'm going to ask my wife, Rita, uh, about how do, a, uh, how do we build on a healthy relationship, especially for a lot of young people who are interested in developing a marriage or a steady relationship. So how do we look at that? What what do you think that looks like? I think the foundation of a healthy marriage is a healthy person. Yes. So um, being self-aware is probably the number one thing when it comes to building a healthy relationship. Number one, you got to know yourself and you got to be able to look at yourself and say, Hey, is this behavior working for me? Am I being petty right now? Um, am I being overly emotional? You have to be able to look at yourself, know how you respond in different situations and then correct yourself. And I think at the at the basis of being able to see ourselves, because we can look at ourselves in a mirror and not see anything wrong. But when we look at our, ourselves in the mirror and compare ourselves to what the word of God says that we're supposed to look like, that's when we can really see the things in us that need to be changed, that are not helpful, that are unhealthy, that are toxic. A lot of times what happens is people mimic the relationships that they've seen in their lives. And so if you've been around nothing but unhealthy relationships, it it looks healthy to you because that's all you've ever seen until you see what it is to be in a healthy relationship. You assume this is the norm. And so being able to look at your relationships in, in reference to what, the Bible says we should have and how we should respond and how we should treat each other. That really gives us a picture of what a healthy relationship looks like. So you mean, you, you, you said a word, you said how uh, we've been around unhealthy relationships, right? I think a lot of times people have an, uh, the ability to look at what is healthy and sometimes it be facilities. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I heard you say when you talk about self-aware, how many of us that really uh, take the time out to honestly give ourselves uh, opinion, truthfully, about ourselves? Because sometimes we end up, uh, I hate to say it, but we be end up lying to say, I'm okay, I got mm-hmm. it all worked out, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all good, 
it's all good with me mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. But really, there's there's still uh, unhealthy mimics or unhealthy thoughts, unhealthy uh, ideas as presence. And we end up losing in a lot of the uh, relationships. Uh, marriages fail because of not being brave enough. Mm-hmm. Some people are not brave enough to take on themselves. You meaning that they're not brave enough to say, hey, this is what's wrong. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Pleasure. Thank you. This is what's wrong. So they, they end up, uh, I guess, in a kind of way, hiding behind uh, a lot of those thoughts, a lot of those ideas, and it still become uh, unhealthy in a way where we still have these issues, the pettiness that you say that shows up and the uh, ability to say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, forgive me for that. You know, that was my fault because that that's hard for a lot of people to look into or do. So my thing moving into that, you were saying about how the internalize or we internalize those things. But when we get with someone or we have a spouse or a significant other, whatever relationship status is, how do we get them to to see that? Well, number one, you can't really get them to see what's wrong in themselves. You got to concentrate on you. You, If you just concentrating on you and what you're getting wrong and where you need to fix things, and you let God take care of them. And so I can remember um, in my previous marriage, my ex-husband told me one day I was controlling. I was like, I'm not controlling. I am absolutely not controlling. And I went to God and I said, Lord, am I controlling? And he answered me quickly, yes. Mm. I was like, wow, I missed that. Mm. I was like, Lord, I never saw that. And he just began to show me how because of things that happened when I was a child, I felt the need to control the narrative. Like, if I take control of everything, then these bad things that I've gone through, I won't go through them again. And so I felt like I had to be in control of everything and didn't even realize that I had activated that coping mechanism in my life until he said something. And the key thing is that not that I was able to see it, but that I asked God, show me me. Because sometimes our eyes are just blinded to who we really are, and we have to ask God, show me me. Show me the things that I need to work on. I can pray and say, Lord, he got this going on, he got this going on, but that's not helpful to our union because I don't have the power to change you. I have the power to change me. And so it does me no good to list out the things that you got going on and your flaws. God knows you just like he knows me. It's beneficial for me to say, Lord, show me me. I was reading a book one time and in the book, the the author was saying that he had asked God to show him as much of his heart that he can stand to see. And he said when God started to reveal his heart to him, it just put him on his knees. Mm. And Say that one more time. Say that again. He asked God to show him as much of his heart mm. that he could stand to see. 
You know how we talk about, Lord, give me a clean heart oh, yeah. that I may serve you, Lord. It mm-hmm. sounds pretty. Mm-hmm. But when you ask God to show you your heart, it will put you on your knees. I can remember I had a friend when I was reading a book who was going through chemotherapy, had been diagnosed with stage three breast cancer. And, you know, I thought I was really this great person, just super giving, always there for people. And she asked me about taking her to um, get chemo one day. And I worked the night shift. So that meant that I would not get any sleep. And I was kind of pertuned at the fact that I was going to have to take my friend Mm -hmm. to chemo. Mm -hmm. And I had just prayed that prayer. Lord, show me um, as much of my heart as I can stand to see. And when God showed that to me, it was just ugly. I was like, oh, my God, I'm a horrible person. He said, you're not a horrible person. You have selfish ways that come up sometimes. Sometimes you can't see what it is that a person is needing for you because you're too busy looking at your own personal needs. And when you're doing ministry for me, it's wow. going to cause you to have to sacrifice sometimes. Wow. Wow. That's, that's really amazing. You said something just a minute ago when you said, show me my heart. Mm-hmm. And I think about that a lot of times. And I know about a lot of instances, especially in my past, uh, that I will pray to be fair mm-hmm. you know, to people. Because I was in positions that even if I had to say yay or nay, it would affect it uh, others, so mm-hmm. it caused me to to really look at that. When you said that, that that touched me, because I'm like, wow. When you look into your heart, really, do you want to see that? Mm-hmm. Are you really are you really able to handle that? Yeah, you know, it's a old story. You can't handle the truth. You That's right. That. You really so can't. <laughs> you really can you really handle looking at your heart honestly? And be able to see that and work that out. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people seeing this be like, oh, it's just me. Or oh, they'll just say, hey, whatever, you know. And they really don't understand how deep, that's really deep. Mm-hmm. That's really deep when you said that about how to look into, oh, show me that, that heart, man. Because I'm telling you, that's, that vessel, uh, those thoughts, those ideas, mm-hmm. uh, it starts there. And it can really be. Uh, dangerous. Yeah, you know, it can really be dangerous. But at the same time, if you really want to see the truth and handle the truth, that's a good way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're dealing with another person in a relationship, a marriage, right? Because sometimes we say, "Hey, they just like you said, they just and they mm-hmm. ain't doing this," and we talk to other people about it. Have you really researched yourself before you take it to somebody else? Mm-hmm. You know, because there's go a lot of the flaws there because. You haven't looked and been honest with you, as Michael Todd said in one of the books we was listening to mm-hmm. on relationship goals, right? And he was talking about learning how to live with your singleness. Mm-hmm. And that way, you could you could really, if you can deal with yourself, then you may can deal with other people. Some people just can't deal healthy with other people. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to say, some people just, hey, man, God said, hey, man, you should not be left alone, right? Yeah. But some people need to be left alone. Yeah. When you look at some of the things that they do or they're not being honest with themselves, they can't 
be alone with themselves and, and, and they wreak havoc when they bring somebody else into a relationship, relationship mm-hmm. or the marriage and it have it and you see all type of behavior, abuse and all these other type of things that take place. So that's really, really good about uh the ability to look at that hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think you have to constantly be doing work on you. Because a lot of the problems that come up in relationships come from the stuff that we tell ourselves. Go ahead, what's your name? For instance, um, we all have a song that we play when people do us wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's the song that comes up in our head yeah. whenever people do us wrong. Um, nobody loves me. People just want something from me. Uh, everybody want to take, take, take. Nobody wants to give. You got a story that you tell yourself when something happens or does not go the way that you think it should go. Mm. And so most of that is rooted in a lie. Mm. And so that's what we tell ourselves. And then we get our emotions involved. We're angry and we're upset because of this lie that we've played in our head. Satan has played in our head for so long. Mm -hmm. And we assume that this is the truth. And this is what people are really thinking about us. And if you ask somebody, that's not even what they're thinking. Very good. Very good. And I've heard somebody say again, that's why your mind can become a myth. Yeah. You know, your mind can become a mess because Satan, what he do, he whisper one little thing to mm-hmm. you and then that one little thing becomes a me. Yeah. Oh, I'm not worried. I'm not this. I'm not that. And your insecurities that Satan, like you said, whisper to mm-hmm. you, causes you to respond or act in a way that normally you would never uh, act in. So it becomes a real serious uh Disease almost. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not, and you, you know, we're thinking about a healthy relationship, but if you not, uh, if you have not cured that, it's like you have uh, cancer, mm-hmm. uh, other major diseases, right? And it becomes like transform, transferred to the other person. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you, you can really hurt, it's like, that's a true saying, hurt people. Hurt people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hurt people hurt people. So if you already hurt and not dealt with your hurt, then you're not going to do anything but hurt the person that you really with. Because right. you haven't dealt with the things that you should have dealt with. So that's why I like when you talk about, uh, or we're talking on healthy relationship, is that how do we we move, like you were saying, uh, the word of God, we move in that, finding ourselves to uh, be honest with ourselves. And that way we can move forward to a more healthy and dominant relationship. Similar to like we're talking about a lot of outreach that we're going embarking in on the outreach program. And these outreach programs, we are seeing the needs, you know, of mm-hmm. people connected, networking, right? Because I think also that in order to have a healthy relationship, we got to be networking with the right people to keep us in check and help us to stay in balance into a healthy relationship. Yeah. Because I don't think that you can say, hey man, I'm healthy, and then you go hang with the unhealthy people in the club. And know? not be affected. I, and not be affected by that. I just, a lot of people want to say, well, what they do, it don't bother me. Oh, yes it do. Yeah. Yes it do. Yes it do. 
I think that's the biggest lie again that we tell ourselves. Yeah. Because if we find ourselves in these places or things and so forth and so on, then that just goes to show you that we still haven't built on a healthy uh, singleness or a healthy self, and it's going to hurt in the long run. So what do you think about that? See, one of the things is, is that um, talking about when you healthy and you hanging with unhealthy people, it doesn't affect you. It's just like I got a bag of apples in there in the sink that I just washed. If there is one apple in that bag of apples that has started to rot, decompose, if I don't remove that apple from that bag, it's going to affect all the apples in the bag, and pretty soon uh, all the apples will be rot. Mm. So when it comes to dealing with unhealthy people, you have to separate yourself from that. Because here's the thing we confuse a lot of times. We think that everybody God brings in our life is for the purpose of relationship. Gotcha. When that is not true. Some people come into our life because we're supposed to minister to them. And we're supposed to put boundaries up, not bring those people close to us and take them to every place we go uh, or hang out with them all the time. Your sole purpose for some people is to minister to them, mm. not to become their friend. Mm. I've been in relationships with people that I was just supposed to minister to. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be praying and saying, Lord, why did you bring this person to me? And one time he responded and he said, I didn't bring him to you to be in a relationship with him. <laughs> I brought him to you for you to minister to him. In there. Yeah, I got you. And you hooked up with him. This your boyfriend now. He was just supposed to be somebody you minister to. You were supposed to plant a seed, water a seed, or harvest a seed, and move on. But you stayed. And wow. so... Uh, and then another thing that you said, talking about how do we be productive when we telling ourselves these lies and mm -hmm. we don't even realize we're telling ourselves these lies. Well, here's the thing. We got to learn how to question ourselves. Mm. Talk to me. That sounds good. The yeah. most productive thing you can do with your thoughts is question them. When you hear the thought, nobody loves me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on for a minute. Now, let me examine that. Is that true? Can I name one person in my life who loves me? Mm. Well, my husband Greg loves me. There it is. Then it's a lie. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so we have to do just little simple things like that. When we hear stuff, not just assume that it's true because that's what we've heard ever since we were little girls and little boys. Because, you know, we're just adults with little children inside of us mm -hmm. that we're still trying to grow up. So... Even though we've heard it for so long, we have to question, is this true? Mm. And if you can find one person that goes against what you just said, then it's a lie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think that a lot of times that, that what you just said, I think that um, people have a tendency, like you say, when they tell themselves these lies, they don't have, they, they have the strength. To, to remove that thought, but they become so lazy yeah. till they just go on with it. You know, I have conversation with young men and, and uh, grown men as well that they, man, I'm, I'm just down. I just can't get up. I, you know, this devil, I'd be like, man, the devil just lying to you, lying to you. And I try to say, hey, man, you got victory already. 
and they'll still be, man, I just can't get up. But see, here's the deal. I always thought for the longest that I was supposed to, uh, I guess, bring them to it. Pick them up. And pick them up. Carry and, them. That's right. And I, I carry them. But I finally realized that there comes a heavy burden on me. Right. So I have to say, hey, listen, you've got to gain your strength. Mm-hmm. And get pick up your mat and walk. You know what I'm saying? You got to gain your strength. Cause the same strength that in me, God got it in you. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to be healthy, I gotta cut the tie and say, "Hey man, get up!" Because I can't become an enabler and say, "Hey, I'm gonna just help you and I'm gonna just do this for you and I'm gonna grow and make sure you go with me." Everybody that comes ain't for to go with you. That's right. You know what I'm saying? It's not so. Everybody has their place, like you say, in a life that, hey, listen, I understand. I've been there with you. I suppose to minister to this person. Next thing you know, we girlfriend or boyfriend mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes so unhealthy because it becomes draining. Yeah. Because you're like, hey, I'm always having to get this person off the ground. Yeah. And the next day, they pulling me back to the ground. I remember uh, then Pastor King said that. He said that when we go... And we go to try to reach them. We got to understand we can't go in the club with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you find yourself, I'm going to go in there with them. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're in there popping and rocking. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful of the company you keep because they can be very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And so if it's in that, in that realm, you have to guard yourself and you have to protect yourself. Yeah. That go from family and friends because some people can call you and you be like, hey, man, what's going on? Then you just be like, hey, I'm not going to get ready to do this or do that, right? Then they invite you right to it. Right. The devil come right to it. It's just like I told I told you. I said I had realized that the podcast, and I was doing it with my, my men's group, but I realized the podcast, and God showed me, it wasn't for the men group. It was for you and your wife. Mm-hmm. And I started listening to the men group and I listen to you and I, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, this seems like, and the Holy Spirit said, this is where it's at. Mm-hmm. So this is why this is important. Like we said, this was spontaneous, right? We had been planning this. Right. But you said it was spontaneous, but God has a way of uh, doing things. And you may think it's one way and it'd be totally different. Yeah. You know, what do you think about that though? Um, I agree completely because a lot of times we don't know what God's plan is, Mm. you know, and when you talk about healthy relationships, what is a healthy relationship? Mm. So like a healthy relationship for me, and this is my definition, is uh, a relationship where this person, their vision and my vision is aligned. Like we come when God does things, he does them for purpose. Mm -hmm. So if there is somebody in my life, who's my friend or for instance, with you, Mm -hmm. one of the things I look for when we were dating, do we share a like vision? Mm -hmm. Because we're going to have to be able to walk together. The vision that God has given me and the vision that God has given you is going to have to work hand in hand. That's right. And so do we share the same vision? Mm. Are we like-minded? Do we have similar goals? 
Are we working toward the same things? Do we have a productive relationship where good things come out of it? We're working toward things. We're getting better. We're challenging each other. Those kind of things make up a healthy relationship. Now, if I'm in a relationship with somebody who's always pulling me back, always trying to keep me from the, the will of God and for me from doing things that I, as soon as I say, oh, I'm going to fast this week. Hey, girl, come on, let's go out to dinner. So are the, is that person productive in my life? Are they helping me move toward what God called me to do or are they pulling me farther away from it? Mm. And sometimes it's family. Sometimes you have to put some distance between you and family. Not be at odds. Love them from a distance. But sometimes you have, you can't hang out with people, whether they are family, friends, co-workers, whatever, who are not going in the same direction that you're going in. That's true. That's true. I've gone without friends for a really long time for the simple purpose because we're going in two different directions. Mm -hmm. mm. And I can, I can vouch for that because I know when you said about the uh, doing in two different directions, it's a lot of people that I had to cut off, you know, because I'm like, hey, listen, it's not in my interest. It's not where I'm going. This is God's work. I can't come there. And then, man, just come. No, I can't come. I won't be a part of that. And they eventually fall off. Mm -hmm. You know, I think uh, one one young lady we had the group uh, Are You Okay? Mm -hmm. That group, and I'll never forget this. This young lady <laughs> said, <laughs> "You know exactly what I'm talking I about." I do. I miss her so much, though. I miss her. I miss her so much. Uh, uh, she said one time. She said, "I was dating this guy." She said, "No, it's great." And, and he was. She said that he he. You know, we broke up. But he did, he came in my life for, uh, I found out what the purpose was. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what the purpose was. I'm thinking this is going to be something big, y'all. She said he set his own expiration date. He set his own expiration date, but she said that he taught her one thing. One thing. He said that one thing that he taught me was that if you look at the gas in the car, and the handle whichever side the hell no, that's the side the gas goes. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, okay, wow. But those little things are, <laughs> to, to say that, those little things are what purpose of people. Yeah, she said she realized yeah, she he realized had one purpose. one purpose. She said he set his own expiration date, and he showed her his purpose in her yeah. life just to show her where the gas hand is. That's it. That that's it. Something. That was all. That was all. And, that's yeah. it. and then that's what some people get confused on. And it becomes so unhealthy. Just that minute little thing that his purpose was. Then what if she would have took him home as a husband? Right. You feel what I'm saying? And all and he was all supposed he to do was to show her that. And show her that. That's what a lot of lot of young ladies, men, they both uh, uh, marriage couple, both of them got into this thing, this covenant, right? Mm -hmm. And they got into this thing, and it really supposed to have been something so simple. Yeah. That person's supposed to have been in your life for. But now you're reaching all this habit. Going back and forth through all these other different emotional and all these ups and downs because that was not the person. You made the person. Right. God didn't send that person. And I think it's smart whenever people come into your life to ask God and to keep asking, Lord, what is this person in my life for? And if you ask people, why are you in my life? Mm -hmm. They may tell you, I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I guess just to be a friend. Keep asking them. Why are you in my life? Mm. If you keep asking them, they will eventually reveal to you what their purpose is by mistake. Wow. Say that one more time. The Holy Spirit will make them reveal to you why they are in your life. Keep mm. asking them, why are you in my life? Why do you think God brought you into my life? If nothing just happens, that everything works together for my good, then you've got to be here for a purpose. Nothing is just happening. Mm. God is not a coincidental God. He's a God of purpose. So if you are in my life, you've been brought here by one of two people, either God or the devil. And if I keep asking you, why are you in my life? It is eventually going to be revealed to me. Mm. Why are they there? Why you are there. Wow. And if wow. they can't tell you why they in your life, wow. that's a good clue to, to move ex- on. To exit out of Right. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'll be honest. Maybe that's why you kept asking me. I did. I did. I kept asking yeah. you, why are you in my life? Why are you here? <laughs> But I'm telling you, this is this is good. I'm telling y'all, this is going to be a very good podcast, especially for you married people too, not just single people, but married people too, because we need to ask sometimes the questions, why are you in my life? Right. And I think that's going to be the next subject we have too. Why mm-hmm. are you in my life? And we're going to talk about how we can um, define it, how it's going to be relevant to us, and then also how it's going to help us to become healthy. Let's let us pray and we we're gonna end the podcast. We just do 30 minutes at a time, so we're gonna end it. And that way we can constantly stay relevant and valuable so you all guys can have a uh, a moment, want to hear more. Dear Father, we just thank you right now for this time to talk and to explore the things that you've blessed us with, Father. We just pray that you will teach us how to develop healthy relationships. You will teach us how to personally develop as a healthy person before we even move into a relationship, Father. We pray right now for every person that's listening to this podcast that you will give them wisdom and give them direction, Father. We pray that you will open their eyes so that they will be able to see the relationships that they need to let go of. And we just thank you for it right now, Father. We thank you that you're going to give us all the courage and the strength that we need to give people the exit that they need in our lives when they are not supposed to be there. We thank you for it in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you.